to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, our very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island Season 9, UK, Episode 5. Now, Chris, I predicted a bit of a riot, you know, a bit of a, a drama-filled episode for Episode 5 that will put that <laughs> in the bin, but uh, where would you like to start today? <laughs> I thought that was a band reference there, Dave. One of our old classics, I think it's right, which I fucking hate because we used to sing it all the time. But yeah, um, <laughs> I think, Dave, we'll start with the back end of what happened in episode four was the Shaq and Harris, you know, little bit, little set two. Uh, they, they got together and it was very strange because I was team Shaq. Uh, I've got my hands up. I was team Shaq on all this because I think Harris, the way he approaches things, he's very hostile at times to people, and very defensive. He came over and he went, I'll make this brief. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell, you don't start kicking off. And there was nobody around him. So whatever <laughs> the producers had warned him, you know, at this point, because the lads had had to separate him. So I don't know what the timescale was because Shaq was sat in his own. It was almost like, the, the, you know, this this voice from above had said, right, sit down and sort it out because Shaq's waiting. Yeah. Gives him the side eyes, he comes. And then I thought what Shaq said was right. But then like, Harris is like, I don't need it, Dad. I've got one of them. And I thought, well, nothing's been solved there. So it was Team Shaq. But then afterwards, I wasn't with some of these comments. So what did you think of all that day? Because it seemed a bit bizarre, to be honest. I'll be honest, going into it, I was Team Shaq. And then I started to wobble a bit because he seemed to be just talking shit. He was just spurting out this verbal diarrhea. And then he's going on a about oh, I don't know whether it's you and you 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 know your age or whatever, and I'm like he's not he's not giving any specifics. It's just he's saying all the time. It's like you've known the guy for like three or four days. You know, it's not it's not you always do this. You've just literally met him. You're on holiday and you've just met. So there's no always doing anything. And so I, I thought it was a cheap shot, if I'm honest. Now, I don't like the way Harris deals with it either, because I, I think he's always on edge. He's always looking to kick off, isn't he? He's sort of like, again, wind your neck in sunshine. He, he, he just, he's always looking for that fight and, you know, to, to exert his male dominance. But I, I just felt like, yeah, Shaq lost it a bit for me. And then at the end, or not even at the end, but after that, when they didn't seem to resolve it at all, you know, they seemed to like try and have a chat about it and then both end up just walking off in a huff, but not in a dramatic, interesting way. It sort of just fizzled out to nothing, didn't it? But I agree when Shaq starts going on about, oh yeah, she's sort of kissing other people in the challenge and, and you know, seem to be disrespecting me. It's like, look, mate, you're on Love Island and it's week one. Right? Those two <laughs> things together just completely deflate any fucking argument that you had in the first place. It's like, have you watched this fucking show before? It's just, it seems like nonsense for me. Just an overly possessive, you know, like say, you're on fucking Love Island. Look, if it's in real life, you might have a case. Or no, you probably do have a case, right? But... I, I just felt like it, it was just an utter nonsense, given the environment that he's in. So, yeah, I'm afraid Shaq lost points for me there. 
I'm the same. That's exactly how I felt, felt about it. Was I was for the conversation, and I think Brianna said on Discord one uh, one of our patrons, she was more Team Harris, and, and she felt like he dealt with it in a really good way and didn't like you know make it worse or anything. So, and I get that angle, but I think I was more on Shaq's side, exactly like you. As soon as he said that, I'm like, Shaq, have you never seen the show? Whoever you're with, <laughs> up to the day you leave, they're literally snogging each other all over the place. That is Love Island. The games are sort of sexualized, aren't they? They're all about like snogging. Uh, you know, the, the games are the, the one where they pie him in the face. You know what I mean? These games like that, mm. they're like, who would you marry? Snog, marry, pie, you know, and all that. Who's the shitster? Who's this? It happens. It's Love Island. So I didn't get what he was going at unless I missed something. I just didn't. I was the same as you. By the end of it, it was like, oh, that's a bit of a waste of fucking time, really. I wasn't rooting for anybody. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was weird. I did like what when Harris was saying, no, uh, you know, uh, I don't need a dad. I've got one. And then like Shaq's like, well, you don't understand. You're immature and all this. I think there's probably about two years between you both. But like Shaq was talking yeah. to him, like saying me and you would speak to him. You know, like we're in our forties. It's like me and you saying to him, like, you know, come on now. There's, there's a bit of experience there, but it, it, it was only a couple of years. So anyway, it, it did fizzle out to nothing. <laughs> You know what? I, I just, I, I kind of have this. I, I just, like I say, I'll, I'll be transparent about it. I just don't like this Harris. I, I think I've known too many people like him in the past that he's just that template. But when he says, like, you know, yeah, but the thing is, when you call me a shit stirrer, that's like the, the worst thing you could call me. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. It's like, it's, it's, again, does he think he's in the mafia or something? It's like, oh, no, you can't go calling people a snitch. You know, that's, that's the worst <laughs> thing you can call me. You know, yeah. you, okay, you call me a shit stirrer. I cannot literally think of anything worse that you could call me. It's like, fuck off. Get over yourself, you bellend. <laughs> You know what, though? You're right. Aren't you? you could have called him anything. I see you next Tuesday. You could have called him. You could have called him anything. But yeah. I'm with you because if it Harris... was me, I'd be like, well, can I have a go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How and about I... this that is worse? <laughs> he seems, Harry's like any 21 year old that I know, like, you know, really, he, he thinks he knows everything and he doesn't. And we all yeah. thought that at 21 years old, I can look back now and, and you know, you'd have older people trying to help you and advise you and say stuff to you. And you'd be like, no, you'll understand when you get to a point. And, and even through your twenties and you think you think fucking bollocks. And then a light bulb goes on at one point and you go, you know what? They were actually right. They were trying to help and that. And you do, you're very stubborn. You think you're an adult, but you're still a kid at some respects at 21 years yeah, old. So, it's, so yeah. that's not being derogatory for him. Like I know everything, you know, everything. it's not, but there's a lot, and we still make mistakes. Dave, we can, I'm sure you're the same. I can still act like a fucking child all the time and stuff. You know, we still have that in us. It's just that I think as you get older, you sort of, most people take a step back and try and pick your fights if you're going to have them, you know. And if someone's telling you you're wrong, unless you were act thinking, well, I don't understand that. But sometimes there's a reason, you know, like you've got to, it just comes with age. But anyway, silly. Yeah, I just think it's, and, and I agree with all of that, but again, I'll I'll put the, the camera back on, or the spotlight back on Shaq for a minute. I, I just felt like he was having a go at the maturity and the age thing, just because he had nothing better with any weight. So, like, he was saying that Harris was going on about the kiss and whatever in the challenge. Now, I'd said yesterday, confidently saying that, you know, 
the challenge is completely different to doing it outside of a challenge. So you can't really have a problem. They, when you're in this environment, and this isn't the first crop to have a go at fucking beer pong, is it? No. I mean, they've got... Where do they get the equipment, Chris, for beer pong? It's all fucking set up by the producers, isn't it? So it, yeah. so it isn't like a, a daytime challenge where they go off and answer questions, but it is all set up. So uh, the fact that he's saying, oh, you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, Tanya having a kiss and whatever, it's completely disrespecting me. I'd have had more respect if Harris had just said, look, mate, I wasn't fucking thinking about you at all, to be honest. <laughs> Get over yourself. I, I, all right, I appreciate you were probably a bit pissed off about that, but you're just taking it out on me, to be honest. I, I wasn't thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, you know what? That's a good point, actually. Very good point. I'm not saying it's a Casamorian point, Dave, but it's a good point, my friend. <laughs> um, but I think... But, I think <laughs> go on. Sorry. Sorry, go on. No, I wasn't. I was going to move off that, but yeah, go on. If you've got anything else left on that, go for no, it. No, no. I, I was going to say. Also, speaking of people who need to fucking get over themselves, Chris Olivia. So <laughs> I was about to say, David, very well, fucking segued into it. So he was still. That's he. Sorry, she was still going on about Zara calling the two face, Dave. That absolutely. I mean, we talk about Harris and the shit stirring. Obviously, Olivia's fucking trigger is two face. So. She was fucking fuming, David. She was still fucking waffling on, wants you to Tom and everyone else about it. And it's like, it's a game. That's the way it is. It's just Love Island. And I don't get it, Dave. Well, I get it because I do feel that we're just simmering nicely now. There's going to be a monumental kickoff at some point. But a lot of these contestants, I honestly don't think they've watched Love Island properly. They might have like watch bits of it or anything. They know the exposure it gives them, but Livia's like, you're not getting this. It's a bit of fun. You know, Zara was just like, she went off a gut, what she initially thought. There's not really any context. She'd only been in the villa a couple of hours, so she went with it. She probably did it to piss you off because, you know, she was after Tom, which, Dave, we <laughs> see later on, and I think it worked. That's it. It's game playing, but it's Love Island. What What does she want? Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I don't know what the game is here because the fact that we know that they're commenting on each other's Instagram posts, so they kind of know each other already. So is it all a game? Is this all predetermined that they'll have a bit of drama? Because it's about nothing, isn't it? Yeah. It's about absolutely nothing. It's like, you know, Harris getting his back up because he's called him a shit stirrer. Oh, no. Well, Olivia's button is being called two-faced. Oh, no. Fucking hell. (laughs) Just get over yourself. And so it's just an utter, utter nonsense. And then, you know, when Zara pulls her for a chat and stuff, and they kind of put it to bed, and then she's in the, the diary room, and she's like, yeah, I'm glad I squashed that. It's like, no, you didn't. You did fuck all to help smooth that over. Zara's the one who's putting in all the legwork and being unreservedly apologetic about it all. And you were just sitting there with a fucking face like a slapped arse and just going, oh, yeah, well, okay then. So she didn't proactively do anything to put that to bed. So, Chris, I think she's going to be a great Islander because we want fucking egomaniacs like that on the show. She is fucking hard work. You can tell already. Yeah, I 100% agree. 
So, Dave, the next thing that happened was that Ron sort of pied off Zara. And, you know, it's quite funny because it's not always nice the way they do it on this show, but like Zara sort of went, yeah, I can see you and Lana are made for each other. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you were trying it on with. <laughs> You're asking Ron, is there anything there? To be fair to Ron, respectfully. And I did like the way this happened, Dave. So Lana and Ron, you know, get together. He explains to her, they kiss Dave, a little bit of a smooch there. Laying a few breadcrumbs mm. for the recoupling, Dave, that we get, we find out there's going to be a guy kicked out by the end of the episode. I did think with it being a Friday, are they going to fucking have us over till Sunday? And we're going to have to I sit there and that, wait. Yeah. yeah, I did. I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, it's the one thing I don't know if everyone's the same, but when I watch you Love Island, I'm sort of like looking at the clock and going, hang on. So they've announced it at 20 past nine in the UK. So we got adverts, and then about ten to fucking ten, they start it, and I'm like, "Oh, here we go! It's yeah, Fifteen yeah. minutes, we're going to get blagged here. Absolutely going to get blagged." But no. So anyway, they kiss, they smooch together. They're, they're happy. Lana's happy. She speaks to the VT, and I'm thinking, I don't think this is going to end very well. But we get that little bit of a placeholder, Dave. So what did you think of the whole thing with Zara, then, Dave? I. Again, I, I've switched around. So from day one, I thought Ron came across really well. And then there's just these tiny little data points that all build up to him being an absolute game player. I thought it was fair enough. So to have that conversation with Zara and basically say, look, I'm going to put all my energy into uh, Lana. So, you know, don't want to waste anyone's time or anything. At that point, I'm thinking... All right, fair play to you, mate. You know, there's there's being quite open and honest and and you know, not wasting anyone's time. But then he made a weird comment that he didn't really follow up and, and Zara didn't really quiz him on it. He said that, you know, it was after seeing you with Tom. And I thought, well, that's a bit weird, isn't it? You know, so basically, are you interested in Zara or not? on this thing called Love Island, where you're supposed to be exploring all these different relationships and whatever. But no, it, it seemed like he wasn't, he wasn't no, he wasn't disinterested with Zara anymore because of anything Zara had done or between the, between Tom and Zara or the fact that he felt, you know, that, that um, the connection with, Lana was too strong or anything like that. It's because he'd seen Zara with Tom. And so I'm like, well, either you're being, you know, weirdly jealous again in this thing called Love Island, or it is just a, a little clue that you are a massive game player because you can't risk it. You can't risk leaving the door open that you're going to end up picking Zara but actually she's going to end up going with Tom and you could end up being ejected out the villa. I just thought it was a weird comment. And so I, I still, uh, you know, for me, Ron's in uh, in shit corner still. <laughs> you know what? I didn't see it like that. Though, so I was, <laughs> he said, but you weren't the only one to say that. A few people on Discord and Facebook have said the same thing, haven't they? Yeah. They're like, is he, I think he's playing a game. I honestly, I just took it for what it was at the time. I thought, I did think... Look, I'm not daft enough to think that he's not doing it to make sure he stays in the villa. Yes, he is. But we'll see you that day because you could be right. And you'll know straight away after the recoupling because if they're faking it to stay in the villa and they start to cool off on the partner and start pursuing someone else, then, yeah, you're completely right. So that'd be interesting, that. 
Because that's happened loads of times, hasn't it? They, they, they play up, whether it's the man or the woman, they play up to the, the partner. Yeah, yeah, pick me, pick me, because you know it's a male or a female recoupling. And then they cool off, don't they? I think he did it, didn't she, the other year? Um, oh, with Hugo. That girl with Hugo did it, and she, she was all over him until like he picked her. And then she thought, well, I'm here for another three days. Then she binned him off pretty much straight away. So No, he binned her off. I thought Which was one of the weirdest things well, I've been, seen on TV. Yeah, he's binned everyone <laughs> off, didn't he? Got to be fair, probably yeah. a bad example, but but you get what I'm saying, don't you? It it, it does happen that for the sake of the show, just to yeah. stay the no, I, I I do think that no, he's going to stick with Lana. He's going to stick with the only blonde in the village, and then at least a Casper more. Now we'll speak about the recoupling. I'm sure there's a bit of a wrinkle in that, but I still <laughs> think. That, that's his game plan. I, I think he's going full on Jake here. Oh, fucking hell, Dave. If he goes full on Jake, he's not going to be liked by anyone, is he, by the end of it? Jake, <laughs> everyone hated Jake. But what about Thingy? So so Ron and, Ron and Lana had this little smooch, sort of ironed everything out. Then Will comes over, Mr. Fucking Triad, and he then fucking says to Lana, well, is there any chance? <laughs> and I'm like, well... Have you not just seen that she smooths wrong? <laughs> Don't think you've got a chance, Will. Because at this point, with the recoupling, I honestly thought that Will was the one who was going to be booted out the, the villa. I really did. And I got, you know. Yeah. I mean, he, he's fucking lucky, isn't he? <laughs> because I I said it yesterday. I think there's just little things that he does. He is a Johnny Triad. And I just think... He's starting to become quite funny at just how shit he is. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt the same thing. I, I felt like, well, it's just a waste of time. But it, it, I think that's going to keep him in the villa, you know, because he's kind of that, you know, harmless guy who's a bit of fun around the villa. I, I just think he he might end up sticking around for way longer than he should do, really. And I, I predicted episode one or two that he'd be gone at the end of either week one or two. And and I I still think he should be gone by the end of week two, but the, the wrinkle in the, uh, in the, whatever in me, uh, is, is (laughs) I've got a lot of wrinkles, Dave, these days. (laughs) Is that, you know, people like Lana will end up picking him in a friendship couple just because, like I say, he's, he's kind of harmless. He's a bit of fun. He's like, he's like a safe bet, isn't he? Yeah. To keep around, but he's, he's got no chance. He's got no connection, no real romantic connection with anyone in the villa yet. No. And, and talk about that. I, I, when I was on the radio with Babs, Dave, she actually said, and I'd never seen this. She was talking about David and his connection with Tanya and the shack, the little trilogy, the uh, triangle trilogy, the triangle. And she said, I think David's quite intense, and I'd never seen it. And then tonight, when I watched it, mm. and the way he spoke to Tanya, he was quite intense, wasn't he? And I think ultimately, I, I want to talk about David anyway at the end, but I, I didn't see it until that point. And then I saw it, and he was sort of, sort of giving Tanya an ultimatum. One, he was sort of like, this is the way it is, blah, blah, blah. And he was very direct with her, which is not a bad thing because you've got a small window with the impending recoupling. He's looking over his shoulder. I think this is wrong that David's gone anywhere. I might as well say it now because yeah, yeah, chance. Why does Zara get to stay? And David doesn't, he at least should have had a recoupling. And it's, it's, it's bollocks all that producing uh, yeah. manipulation again. It is because they can absolutely play fast and loose with the rules when they want to. Because quite often when a bombshell comes in, 
they are uh, not resistant. What is it when you, you they can't be voted out, can they? Yes, yeah, you know, they're so, immune. Or, aren't they? or they yeah. immune, yeah. Like you know, they'll quite often get the pick themselves. So I thought it was weird because it's ultimately Chris. It's not fair, is it? They've just literally landed. They're trying to rapidly make a connection with someone, but you are on the back foot there. So I, I thought they should have got the pick first before the girls got to pick. So Zara and yeah. David should have picked first, and then you know the girls should have picked what was left. And I, I just thought it was bullshit, to be honest, and, and not fair. But the, the thing I thought, have you seen um, have you seen Daddy's Home? Oh, I think it's called Daddy's Home with like Will, Will Ferrell. And oh, both Mark of them, Wahlberg. brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so the the second one, right? You get Mel Gibson turning up. And it's it's one of these comedy timing things and about where the position of the camera is because you've got uh, Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson like his, his on-screen dads talking and the camera's on them. And basically, Mel Gibson is just slating Will Ferrell and, and just like going on about his weak chin and like taking the piss out of him. And he just, his head moves over to the right and he just says, no offence. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera moves to the left and Will Ferrell sat right there while he's been slated. It felt like that when like Shaq was pouring his heart out, chewing everyone's ears off, you know, all, all the boys and that about how he felt disrespected and Tanya did this and did that in the challenge. And David is sat right on the end of the sofa having to listen to all this and, you know, Fair play to him. He sort of took himself off because he's like, I, I don't think I need to hear all this. And I think fair play for that. I, I don't know if I read that as intense. I just think like he, he was sat there almost being talked about. He is in this kind of triangle with uh, Shaq and Tanya. So I just thought it was poor form on Shaq's part, to be honest. I, I don't think I should. I think he should have had a little bit more tact than that. Yeah, I do. And I, and then on the flip side, I think David put all his eggs in one basket with Tanya, didn't he? You know, he, yeah. he should have he should have mingled a bit. He might have mingled with some of the other girls, but we didn't see it. But it just looked like he was intent on getting with Tanya. And, and ultimately, mm-hmm. like you say, it cost him its fucking bollocks again because, like you say, it's all nonsense. We get to see that there's two more bombshells coming in. I know we'll talk about the couples, but I'm with you. The fucking rules, just they just make us go along. It was basically... We need to get someone out straight away because we've got two new bombshells coming in again for like the second or third night. Yeah. I just it's fucking bollocks. He should have been immune, like Zara should have been, and that's how they've always done it. And again, let's just fucking make stuff up as we go along. Does it work? I don't think it works. And I think David was quite rightly pissed off and he looked annoyed. And I was there going, No, I think mm. you're right, mate. You're right. He should have been given a chance to, to do it. But anyway. Let's talk about the the couples, Dave. So there was a little mm. bit, it's little bit of juiciness there, which I think we're going to maybe see pay off on Sunday's episode. So we start off with anime. She had a bit of a chat. Kai says something about kissing her, but it was a very brief conversation. We've not seen a lot of Kai really and anime, but they got together and, and he was with Tanyelle. What I think was anime mm-hmm. with Harris originally. So I think uh, yeah, that yeah, could be. And they they had that conversation, didn't they? Where Again, very weird. She she was just saying that there's nothing there, and 
you know, Harris seemed to say almost nothing, and then he goes off and says, "Yeah, yeah, finished it." <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> no, there wasn't. There wasn't at all. And then you've got Zara picked Tom. Now Tom had grafted a little bit with Olivia. Olivia was not interested. You could see that she she said to him, and she said to Harry, sorry, that he was more her type. You know, Olivia, uh, and I get that. And Tom had basically laid it on the line and said, "Look." are you interested? And she just gave a very vague answer. So Zara picked Tom and I thought, fair enough. We'd not really seen them together mm. properly. They've had a discussion. That could be a bit of a sleeper couple, Dave, because I think Tom, mm. you know, he obviously wants to stay in there, but both seem like quite nice people. And then ultimately off the back of that, Olivia gets with Harris, Dave, which I think is one of them that they're going to go for the power couple. I can see, mm. Dave, who were the ones who were fucking annoying in the UK one who, who, were together and they thought they were like fucking, I don't know, Beck, Posh and Bex or something. It, oh, it was fucking Luca and Gemma, wasn't it? Once they got together, it was two <laughs> yeah. people. I couldn't stand Gemma at the start. Then we were, then we went a warm to her and Luca just didn't like from the, from the get-go. I think at the moment, I'm with you, Harris is very much like Luca. That very, as in the way mm. I feel about him. I'm not saying he's got the same personality as Luca because I hated Luca in points in that series, but I think they could be the type who think they're a bit of a power couple and, you know, like giving everyone advice and all this crap. I can see that coming, to be honest. Yeah. And I think they, again, they just, I don't know if they're playing us as the audience or they genuinely believe it, but this thing like, oh, he's a boxer and I'm a bo- oh, like a ring girl. Oh, it's a match made in heaven, isn't it? I, I'm not sure are they thinking of the audience and thinking, oh, well, that goes together, like cheese and onion, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know, Chris. I, I, but, I mean, to be fair, that didn't just spring out of nowhere. So, you know, from the earlier episodes, we'd seen some kind of dialogue back and forth with them too so you know i think it's right that they should try and give it a go yeah i do and i think are they playing on the tommy fury molly may one because i know when tommy fury's in there i thought he was more compatible with lucy and look now they've got a baby on the way they've, they've massive career molly may was the biggest influencer on that series when she came in i'd never mm. heard of her but obviously for a certain age why would a day a 14 year old man 40 year old man following fucking Molly May putting makeup on and stuff, you know what I mean? So why would that would just be a bit fucking weird? But Tommy Fury had the backup. Yes, he's a boxer. Is that what they're trying to say? But he had his brother. He plays off his brother. Tommy Fury's finally supposed to be fighting Jake Paul at the end of Feb, I believe, in a boxing match. He's been Willie Walton for a long time, but he's got... They've had this massive career off the back of Love Island, but mainly because they came into yeah. it with names behind Molly May was a massive influencer. She's still a massive influencer. She's got loads of deals. He's, you know, riding the top coattails of his brother. Why wouldn't he? Maybe they're going to try that. Mm. These, these two could potentially be the fucking wish version of Molly May and fucking Tommy Fury. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be said, but there you go. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what a bastard. But, yeah. So the next couple, Dave, which is pretty solid. Tanya and Shaq, you know, I'm, I'm, Sort of glad they're together. They look really sweet. The whole David things, obviously, was put a full stop on it when Tanya picked Shaq. And I think, unfortunately, that was a nail in the coffin for, for David. But then one of the bits that we did get, Dave, producers again, I've got to give the producers a bit of credit for this. Tanya gets to pick her pick, Dave. Now, we've seen Ron and Lana kiss and sort of say they're going to make a go for it. Tanya picks Ron, Dave. And I'm thinking... <gasps> 
Sunday night, this is going to kick off because Lana starts crying, do not she? <laughs> you know, and then Lana's yeah. got to give a really shit speech. Who does she pick? Will or David? We all know we're going to pick Friend Island. She's going to pick Will because he's an OG. He's probably very popular with yeah. the guys. It's bullshit again, Dave. You know what I mean? And Will gets to fucking, you know, stay another day and, and fucking rescue sheep from a fucking field again and all that crap. So... <laughs> I love that it's laid down them markers, Dave, because we're going to get a bit of backlash between Tanya and Lana, without a doubt. Hundred percent, and I I don't know if I've just not seen it or picked up on it, but I, I've seen almost nothing between Tanya and Ron at all. Yeah, now they were previously couple. Uh, Tanya was previously coupled with Kai, wasn't she? And yeah, she gave that weird speech about you know how jealous she was. You know, <laughs> so maybe Anna May picking Kai, you know, as that first pick, maybe that's ruffled things up a bit. Maybe she would have carried on with Kai, maybe. But yeah, I, I was surprised. And again, from starting the episode off with quite high expectations about the drama and then, you know, falling back into my slumber when I realized it's all fizzled out into nothing and a big disappointment. When she said Ron, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm interested again now because, I mean, over the years, we've seen plenty of these picks, haven't we, where, you know, there's a there's an obvious couple, you know, so Ron and Lana been there, been together since day one. They, they've had a little bit of a threat with Zara coming in and showing Ron some attention. But but ultimately, you kind of see them as a as a bit of a couple at the end of week one. So for Tanyelle to disrupt that, I thought was brilliant. I love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. That's what I'm saying. We're just, it's just simmering nicely. And obviously, poor David ends up going, Dave. And I think he was right. Some of the comments yeah. he said about going, he didn't get a chance. It's utter fucking bollocks. And I'll hold the producers accountable because I'm pretty sure they will manipulate it. Maybe they didn't see in David, the contestant that they won. I don't know, but they will manipulate this later on. I mean, you will come back to this and we will be slagging them off because they'll completely bend the rules again to keep someone popular in the show. Absolute nonsense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree with all of that. The, the only thing I'd say is again, you know, David, when things were getting a little bit tense in that triangle, David was saying to Tanya, like, I feel like you're saying different things to me than what you're saying to, to Shaq. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not all adding up. And again, I have to say, I said it for Shaq, said it for Olivia, but I'm going to say it for David as well. Have you actually watched this fucking show before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course, they're saying slightly different things. Of course, they never or very rarely slamming the door shut. They're exploring relationships. That doesn't mean like exploring one relationship means I'm going to put my, you know, nun's habit on and like devote myself to you. So yeah, I just thought that was a bit naive from uh, David's game playing there. I do. And then Dave, we got a bit of a, I can't even say I'm excited about this, but we get, and I I didn't even know this. So when I, I'm not trying to name drop again, but when I was on the radio again, Babs has said to me, uh, oh, what about the two Aussies? No, no, she did. I didn't even know anything about this. Wait, sorry, was, was that? Were you on BBC, the radio? BBC Radio, oh Three Counties Day. Right, stop it. What are this? No, this oh, is my word. I had no idea. Stop it. It was genuine, <laughs> this. This is genuine. The only reason I'm saying it is because she said to me, what about the two Aussies who were coming on? And I was like, I don't know anything about it. And I'm like, 
maybe I should know about this. You've had all this talk or two <laughs> Aussie contestants. And I was like, oh, you are joking. You, you cannot. They're not going to do this, what they did with Al, when Al come from maths in the last Aussie one and came imagine over. Imagine if it was Al. <laughs> I know, Al again. <laughs> Fuck up. But we get Aaron and Jesse, who we remember Jesse because we had... Owen, who said he looked like Jason Momoa and looked more like fucking Liam Neeson, the Irish lad. And (laughs) Jesse got with him, stunning. She was blonde when she was on the, I think it's the second series of the Aussie one. I think it was your first series watching. She was blonde. They they ended up going in the hideaway. And she's only small. She's a little pocket rocket. She's about five foot. She comes in, high heels on, full negligee, really looking sexy in that. Gets on top of fucking Owen and we're thinking, aye, aye. Oh, we start talking. Go on, Dave. Do the impression who he talks about when she, when he's got this absolutely stunning uh, woman on top of him. Oh, I wish Matt was here now. <laughs> now, Dave, <laughs> if you're the sort of person who doesn't, it's basically a one bam thank you, man, and you've got maybe fucking a good twenty seconds in you. Maybe you think he mate to try and last a bit longer. But no one she's trying to seduce you, Dave. You don't do any of that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I've ever fought you in that situation, Dave, but I'm just saying that. It was a strange, <laughs> strange comment. It I, was I brilliant. Think, Chris, if I think of Australia's season two, that is the moment. That is it. There's yeah. that. And then Matt also features in my second one, which is, uh, you know, he, he was coupled up with the dark-haired, girl like, like like the kind of rocker look i can't quite remember what her name is but he was coupled up with her and she got voted out and he's in tears he's absolutely floods of tears and she's like well just come out with me you know if you're that gutted come out with me it's like oh i'm so gutted you're going <laughs> well that's what he did didn't he jordan on the last series in the aussie one he is the girl yeah. he's gets voted off phoebe i think it was and she's like, well, why aren't you coming with me? Oh, well, I'm going to stay with me, mates. You got voted off the next fucking night, ruined that relationship. But he was never really that into her. No, he wasn't. Like, whereas he, this, we know that, this yeah. This Matt was, you know, so-called head over heels, and, and she just called him out on it, and I just thought it was brilliant. But, yeah, Owen, bloody hell. What I mean, Jessie, she looked absolutely stunning in the hideaway, didn't she? <laughs> so yeah, and he just Highlight of that season. It was, and I think I think it was Hannah said on Discord, and she's right. What's the point of these coming in? Because they're not going to move to the fucking UK, or the or the other person moved to Australia. They're just they're just there purely for the exposure, aren't they? It's an absolute not you know magazine deal. Rent an apartment for three months in London. See you later. That's all there for. Absolute bollocks. Oh, sorry. Are we, are we pretending that these are for real relationships again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to go with it, Dave. Like they're actually going to fucking get somewhere. I will be amazed if these fuckers last more than a week. Unbelievable. I don't know. You just have to go from bar to bar. There's plenty of Aussies in London, to be fair. So, you know, I, I, yeah. Let's face it. I mean, how many... The odds aren't with couples staying together, are they? There's the odd <laughs> couple from a season, but I mean that's it. So it, it's yeah. a little gimmick, isn't it? And it it sort of it's a bit of exposure both yeah. ways, really, for for the Australian Love Island and you know for the UK Love Island. So you know, let let's see where it goes. Yeah, that's the one. Anyway, Dave, big thank you, mate. And we are. Our first week is in the bag. Yay! We're not halfway though, Dave. So unfortunately, you've got to put me a bit longer. <laughs> and we, we didn't announce it actually, but 
We have no intention of doing a daily, daily podcast, Dave. We've not even talked about that once. We've just fucking just got in the rhythm of doing a daily one, haven't we? So whether we, we stick with this, I just we've don't got know. The opportunity, so so we yes. have got the opportunity at the minute. We'll do it, but I I don't think. I mean, it's fucking two months, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah, let's not we'll do talk. it when we can. But yeah, well, yeah. once we get. Three or four weeks in, I, I don't think we'll be able to do daily. No, no, no. I don't think you want to speak to me every day, Dave, when we get three or four weeks in. It's, it's usually <laughs> the point where you hate me and you're just like, oh. Looking maths is starting next week. I know. Oh, I cannot wait for that, though, Dave. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Fucking bring that on, my friend. So anyway, big thank you to everyone. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. Please get over to Facebook. We are on 389 uh, friends over there so thank you so much for everyone who's joined has recently joined we really really appreciate you but if you've got 11 more friends to get us to 400 and then hopefully we can get up to 500 dave maybe by the end of this series i'm not sure but please come and join us chris and dave's reality tv cast guys and uh, you just need approval we'll approve you in and then come and join the fun with everyone it's such good fun loads of insider stuff episodes posted for people around the world as well guys with great links to places like daily motion charlene is always posting stuff up so please get over there it's so so good uh, if you want to follow us on social media at cd reality cast and uh, if you do want to support us get over to patreon.com forward slash cd reality cast so today's roll call of honor is ken looking at the green lauren tracy hennessy susan priscilla Dee, katie libby joanna brianna Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Annabeth, Kate, Megan, and Cassie. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. And uh, Dave, we chalk it off. We're still friends by the end of this week. I cannot thank you enough. <laughs> One week down, seven or so more to go. <laughs> so thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Thanks to everyone out there for listening to us, for supporting us. Hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. And we'll speak to you next week. Bye.